Hey, what's up, everybody? Just a quick message. Um, we recorded a podcast, and it's the top 25 questions that moms ask. And it was with Michelle Bazette and Cody Bennett. And honestly, it was so awesome that we talked for a solid hour. So we're dividing it into two parts. So what you're about to listen to is part two. And I would strongly advise that you go back and find part one because it may not make perfect sense unless you listen to part one first. But either way, we're super glad you're listening and let's go ahead and dive in. Next question, Michelle, this one's for you. What differences are you finding in being a parent and now a grandparent? Right, I know. Um, For me, it's just one of the big things is that you love them like your own, but you don't have the responsibility. So I would just find myself getting in mom mode again real fast because just it comes back and you start doing it's natural. Yes. And then at the and then I realized I'm not the mom. It's not my responsibility. Everything doesn't fall on me. And then I just get to add to what Hunter and Katie are trying to do into Jack and Bo's life. Instead of all the responsibility, making sure they're clothed and fed and well-disciplined and love Jesus and all the different things, um, that's now Hunter and Katie's responsibility. Yeah. And I just get to come in and be the extracurricular activity and supplement <laughs> what they're teaching and maybe fill in the gaps. And I just remember remember um, my children's grandparents doing that from me, that my kids would say something and do something. I'm like, where did you learn that? Well, Grammy taught me that. Uh-huh. And I was like, yes, they're filling in the gaps for me. Yes. And so it's just fun now to be a grandparent and that hopefully I can be a gap filler. Oh, trust yes. me. You're a gap filler. You have no idea. <laughs> We're so thankful for you and Rick. And for my parents. Okay. So the next question is about picking, um, helping your children pick good friends. So somebody asked, how do you help your children pick a good circle of influence? And how do you help them understand good friends versus bad friends? Who wants that? Well, you know, we're definitely in the throes of that and figuring that out. And honestly, our best tool is just praying godly friends into their life. Um, And praying ungodly friends out, you know, there have been different friends that I'm like, Lord, you know, if this is not going to be a friend that encourages them and encourages their relationship with you, would you just move them on to a different relationship? And he's been good to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, positioning godly friends around them so they can still have those salt and light relationships Mm -hmm. where they can be uh, befriend someone who needs a friend and be an example to someone that needs that friend, but really praying those those right friends in. We pray that every day for our kids that he would put godly friends in their life. Mm-hmm. That's yes. really good. Yeah, totally agree. We can't pray enough about that. And then something that we kind of implemented too, because we wanted to, we didn't want to tell our kids, no, I don't want you to be friends with them. We wanted our kids to say, show themselves friendly yes. to people because we wanted them to be an example and be salt and light, like you just said, Cody. So we kind of had this thing in our home where they had school friends and weekend friends. Mm-hmm. And so their school friends, they were friendly to them and showed themselves friendly, but they stayed at school. And then they had weekend friends that were able, they were able to do more life with and be with 
on the weekends. And those were more the relationships we more approved of. They weren't as much the salt and light relationships. Mm -hmm. So they had school friends and weekend friends. That's really good. I needed to know that. That is really good. Um, Okay, let's see. Michelle, this one's for you. Was it hard when all of your kids left home? Oh, definitely. Definitely. I love being a mom was easy for me. Um, I loved that for me. It was just what I wanted to do. And um, so um, it, it definitely was a challenge, but it's back to what I elaborated on so thoroughly earlier is that it's there's seasons, there's yeah. seasons for everything. So I am in a new season now. And so I can either um, gr- begrudgingly go into this season or I can bloom where I'm planted mm-hmm. and I can look at it as all that time when I had no time for myself when they were little. I have time now. And so now I can invest in those things that I wanted to when um, I they they were earlier and I couldn't. And I just remember when um, our last one moved out, it was just kind of my mom died several years ago. And when my last child moved out, it was really that kind of, I had that little mourning feeling like I had when my mom passed away. And I thought, oh, I don't like, I don't like this feeling. I don't want this feeling. And, um, and then I just remembered thinking of all the good that, mm-hmm. you know, that Rick and I remember calling one of my kids and I'm like, okay, so what are you watching on Netflix now? <laughs> because I have time for something like that. And although Netflix is the past, we're into Disney Plus now and all right. the other things. And, um, <laughs> but, um, you know, I just, so I thought I'm just going to embrace this new Rick and I have more time for each other. My, I was, you know, my, it's just a different season. And I chose, I had to choose. It's not because I am this wonderful, amazing person Uh, to not be into mourning. I chose to look at, Hey, this is a fun season Mm -hmm. and I'm going to embrace it. That's so good. And that came at the time of year when you were picking your one word, I remember. And your word for that year was joy, Joy. wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yes, yes. Choose joy. Just tying it all together. (laughs) Yes. Okay. We only have a few more. We're making it. Doing it. Yeah, because we're rapid fire. I know. We're so rapid. (laughs) Okay. So next question is, how do I foster spiritual life in my kids? Well, one is bring them to go to church. Yep. Go to church. Go to church. That is, you know, it's um, that you may miss every now and then, but you don't wake up on Sunday morning and think, are we going to go today or are we not going to go today? This is what we do as a family. We wake up on Sundays and we go to church. Mm -hmm. There may be times, you know, we're not legalistic about this, but as a general rule, we wake up and we go to church. So model that as a family, go to church, be in a church community with your family Mm -hmm. is um, one. Um, Then just another little side note that I like to throw out. Um, to moms, and I think I might have even said this in another podcast that um, I would I wake up before my children and mm-hmm. read read my Bible uh, before them, but 
somebody had pointed out to me, then they don't know that I did because mm-hmm. I had it all done and wrapped up and I'm yeah, starting you just on have school to lunches. Leave it out stage. So like, I would purposely knew when they'd come down the stairs for school and I'd finish up my Bible yes. reading when they came down the stairs. And it would just be as they came down, then I'd close it, put it up, and we go on. Yeah. I just wanted them to see that that was a daily practice mm-hmm. from me. Mm-hmm. And um, we did little devotions before school with our kids. And we did, they, we kept them short and sweet. We did mm-hmm. not, it was basically just maybe a little verse and a little life lesson, prayed over them, hugged them, kissed them and let them go. We weren't trying to do anything yeah. big mm-hmm. with them. And that's just some real quick practical mm-hmm. things. I don't know about, what yeah, about you, we've, Cody? We've tried different things. Um, usually Devo's in the evening. If we are real good in a routine, um, praying for them consistently, modeling it for them consistently. Like Michelle said, just being the same so they know what to expect. Um, But also, I actually was listening to a podcast by Havila Cunnington, and she was answering a similar question. And she said, you know, making sure your kids have a friend in church keeps them loving the Lord and loving church. You know, because even if they're in a season where they don't really care about a parable or a Bible story or whatever, they care about having a best friend. Mm-hmm. And so making sure that you're, and I've had to work at this because I've realized how important it is that you're finding friends for your kids mm-hmm. in church, that that will keep them grounded in the house of God mm-hmm. when they have someone they look forward to seeing mm-hmm. and that looks forward to seeing them when they show mm-hmm. up at church. Mm-hmm. Very That's good. good. Okay. The word calls us to know our sheep. That's what this question says. Do you have any advice for knowing and learning your children, like learning their personalities, their discipline needs? You know, there's a really great book, The Five Love Languages, and understanding how your kids feel, hear, and receive love. Um, We, our oldest, just got a cell phone, so I'm like, oh, she receives love by getting these text messages. Like you have to be just really vigilant and sensitive in learning your kids and learning what works for them, how they feel loved. You know, do you have someone that likes a little gift when you go away for a couple days and they like, what'd you bring me? What'd you bring me? Oh, this is an Mm -hmm. indicator. This is feedback they're giving me on how to love them well. And so just being real sensitive, but yeah, the yes. personality tests help me. Mm-hmm. I do them for yes. my kids. Yeah, personality tests, like you said, the five love languages by Gary Chapman. Mm-hmm. It's an old tried and true book. Yes. It just really helps. There is a book that um, I used to read to my children when they were younger. It's been out since the 90s. It's called The Treasure Tree, Helping Kids Understand Their Personality. And it, it's just a story, and it's for, there's a lion, an otter, a golden retriever. I forget the other one. And it's their journey in each one. One of these animal displays a different personality and as these animals go on their journey you see how the different little personality is consistent through the book and it's just a fun way for kids to see mm-hmm. like oh that's me that's how I relate to things and oh that's how my friend or my brother or my sister relates to things and they can just see it through the animals it's a really a cute book and then um, understanding that each of your children, don't put all of your children in the same mold and Mm -hmm. understand and appreciate. I have four, like we have said, four children and they're all the best. And each one is totally different, but they're 
all the best, and they're all the best because they're who they are and who God created them to be. So just don't expect your child to be like the one before them or the one that came after them. They're each their own individual personality. And I think that that's what this mom was asking. She sees that and realizes that and really wanted to um, sharpen that personality in that child. Mm-hmm. That's really good. I wrote that down. And ladies, if we've mentioned any type of resource, whether it was the Art of Parenting or the Baby Wise book or even the Alarm Clock and the book Michelle just uh, mentioned, we'll put that in the show notes and you can find a link to that and be able to trace that if you want to buy it or download it or whatever. Um, Okay, just a few more. Um, This Okay, there's two questions about when you're – Kids are no longer teenagers, and then they become young adults. The first one is, how do you parent them differently? Because obviously, when they're out of your household, they're out of your household. Yes. And so how do you love them, parent them differently, and then what do you do when they rebel Hmm. as a young adult? Right. Um, Well, you know, it is different. You do have to remember that you, you parented. You did it you know, job well done. And then a lot of it is hands off and praying your little brains out Mm -hmm. for them. And it's just really, it's really hard because when they were younger, um, I could make them do what I wanted them to do. It was like, no, you're going to do that. No, you're going to go to your room. No, this is, we're eating dinner at this time. And then um, when, when, once they're adult children, um, you know, you instilled what you instilled in them and then you just pray for them. And um, it's more of just a, sometimes you have to, they just want to figure it out and find out on their own. And if you come along and you're still trying to basically boss them, they're going to resent that. And um, you're a lot better with an adult child even just asking, hey, I have a thought on that. Do you mind me sharing that with you? They're more apt to take your opinion, your advice, if you just ask instead of just throw it on them. But it's hard. It's hard, an adjustment. And But you've got to give them grace. They're learning. They're growing. They're figuring out who they are. Mm-hmm. They're also figuring out God does not have grandchildren. He only has um, his children. And so if they you raised your children in a Bible-based home and they're not following the Lord now, you just give them to the Lord. They have to figure it out for themselves. Mm-hmm. They have to find Jesus for themselves. Mm-hmm. And um, so just as you're praying, give them a little grace for that. Pray for them. Let them find Jesus for themselves and pray like crazy that yeah. God brings the right people into their paths that, that, that they will allow to speak into their life. That's so Jim. good. Really good. Okay. This is our last question, and it comes with a little bit of a background. So I'm just going to read it how it was written and see who wants to answer it. Okay. It says, being a special needs mama means that I am nonstop advocating and running to and from special appointments and therapies. It means by the end of the day, I am for real done. And oftentimes the end of the day isn't even the end of the day because our autistic son still has issues sleeping through the night. We're working so hard to refocus on our marriage and get that back in line, but goodness, it's rough. Do you have any advice on how to manage my marriage in that situation? Mama, you are dealing with a lot. Um, goodness, you know, our in our home we have one child that does have some similar special needs. And, um, you, but when you stand back and look at it, you know, someone asked me once, 
um, which of your children is strong-willed? And I was like, I didn't know the Lord sent other kinds. <laughs> like, there are only strong-willed children in our home, I feel like. Um, but you are definitely in a more unique boat when you have a child with special needs. Mm-hmm. And um, I just want to say to you, Mom, you know, the Lord searched every single mother. He looked over every single so one. And he he through all of time, not just this generation, through all of time, he checked out every single mom and he landed on you. He picked you to be that child's mom. And so as inadequate as you feel in times, you are picked, you are chosen. So good. He chose you to be mm-hmm. um, that child's mom. And you, the word says, I've given you everything you need for, for life and godliness. And so just be confident and remember whatever... Um, therapy or schooling, you know, that you, you're not locked into any decision for any length of time. We have to make each decision for each season for each child. Um, but also therapy or schooling is to serve you. So if something doesn't benefit you, whether it's therapy, school, or a relationship, then um, you're not serving it. It has to serve you. And mm-hmm. if it's not serving your child, you know, just with the scheduling or mm-hmm. whatever it is, remember you are the gatekeeper, like I said earlier, and maybe it's not the time for to mm-hmm. add that to your life because um, what's going to benefit your child the most is a healthy marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, that sound relationship as husband and wife is going to benefit that child mm-hmm. and go f- much farther than a, a unique therapy is mm-hmm. going to offer. Mm-hmm. So, but I am so thankful. I know that we've benefited a lot and, you know, I think... Um, there's been a lot of conversation just even um, in lots of areas about mental health and, you know, it's okay to get help. Mm -hmm. It's okay. We've seen a family counselor. We've seen um, have our child that has some unique needs with a counselor, and it is good. It Mm -hmm. does help us. Mm -hmm. That's so good. Thank you, Katie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guess what? We rapid fired it we did i have i want some parting advice to moms before we go as we were going through this i just had this thought of there's a lot of times when you're disciplining children and your first time obedience and your sleep training and all these different things as a mom as a young mom and they're going that you are training there's so many times it's like well I've done this with my child several times and they just don't seem to be getting it athletes that win great things have trained their entire life to be the amazing athletes they are one day and you're you're raising these amazing children and you are training them And so it doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen in three or four times. It doesn't happen in two or three years. Mm -hmm. It happens over a lifetime of training them. So I just want some of you moms out there just to give yourself a break. This is a training process. I'm on the other end of it. I saw the 18 years of training finally paying off. And so don't give up. Stay the course. You're training them to be these wonderful, beautiful, amazing, healthy adults. And just stay the course. They're going to get there. That's so so good. good. Okay. On that note, Michelle, I would love it if you would pray over the mamas that are listening and even soon-to-be mamas. So. Yes. Would you pray? Yes, Father, I just lift up every mom out there, Lord God, and 
Of course, my heart, first of all, goes to any discouraged moms that are out there. And I just pray, Lord God, that you just be with them right now. Just prop them up on every leaning side, every single mom that is out there, every mom that has a husband alongside of her. I pray that they will team up more than they've ever teamed up. Just encourage them today. I speak peace and strength and comfort over every mom out there, Lord God. And Father, I just pray that you just give every mom the wisdom that they, um, just the wisdom of Lord Jesus as they move forward and they're raising these children from these tiny humans from day to day, Lord God. I just pray that as they just seek you, that you will just show them how to handle situations, Lord Jesus. And Father, I just pray that you just give every mom out there, Lord God, just a desire just to move closer to you, Lord Jesus, because without you, this mom thing is really hard. And I just pray, Lord God, that you just help them to find the time, Lord God, if it's in a carpool line or doing laundry or changing diapers, Lord God, just remind them just to bring you into the mix, just to bring you along with them on this wonderful, amazing journey as a mom. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, Michelle and Cody, thank you both so much for being here this morning. I'm so glad that we got through all the questions. We did it. I don't know how rapid we were. (laughs) We did it. Let's just say we're going to break this into two episodes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But thank y'all both for being being here today. And ladies, thank you for listening to another episode of The Woman Podcast. Like always, we would love it if you would share this with your friends and leave us a five-star review and like it and all the things we have an instagram if you want to stay connected at woman conference and we have a facebook page too to keep the conversation going it's woman conference so we'll see you soon bye bye